Hello, this is Jared McMurray with your World Series Spotlight, taking us through the action now through the end of the World Series. In the ALCS matchup, Kansas City Royals lead 3-0 after their 2-1 victory over the Baltimore Orioles at home last night. The Giants took a 2-1 decisive lead over the St. Louis Cardinals last night with their walk-off win in the bottom of the 10th when Randy Choate walked Brandon Crawford to lead off the 10th inning. He would later score on an error by Choate throwing it away at first base. At the beginning of the postseason, it was all about who was going to beat the Dodgers, the Orioles, and the Nationals. I knew the Orioles were good, but could easily break. Just to touch on the Angels a little bit, they were already set up to fail, and the Royals were riding high going into the postseason. The Royals, could, could they possibly not lose at all? 7-0 so far in the postseason, still riding high on their amazing wildcard comeback over the Oakland Athletics. Talk about the Dodgers a little bit. I knew they were going to lose the Cardinals. And about the Nationals, I mean, after all, they are the Washington Nationals. But I honestly never saw this coming from the Kansas City Royals. If a fan base is pushing a team is a thing, this is it. I really compare this to many seasons watching the Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning. Since living in Indianapolis and attending games at the RCA Dome and Lucas Oil Stadium, this is really a good comparison when we talk about fan bases pushing a team. Talk a little bit about Orioles manager Buck Showalter. I really feel for Buck. He's virtually the only manager ever to fail to win as the Yankees manager. He helped rebuild the Diamondbacks team, but was shoved out the door before they could win a World Series. And then he took over a dismantling Rangers team in the mid-2000s. He's led the Orioles to the postseason twice in three years, but just hasn't had the right combination of hitting and pitching. Kansas City's really surging. They're winning with speed, small ball, and surprisingly excellent defense. They weren't ranked very high in defense throughout the regular season, but it seems like if you turn on the TV right now during that series, it's Lorenzo Cain or someone else making a key play in the outfield. Lorenzo Cain is really tearing it up. He debuted in 2012 for the Kansas City Royals, and it seems like he's hitting everything and catching everything thrown at him so far this postseason. You also can't forget about James Shields when it comes to Kansas City. He alone may be the secret piece to the Royals' playoff appearance at least. He's not bringing a lot to the table so far in the postseason, but he is their ace and he's been dominant. As far as the Orioles are concerned, where is the power gone? Also, the bullpen is struggling. I mean, they have J.J. Hardy, Nelson Cruz, and Adam Jones, three hitters that can easily put the ball out of the ballpark with one swing of the bat. Between Cruz and Deaza, both big pickups in the offseason, I really feel like those two help them get into the playoffs. Back to talk a little bit about the Royals. Key players for them, Billy Butler and Eric Cosmer, both younger players, part of the amazing farm system that the Royals have had for the past several years. And they, they took time to build the future, but they stuck around in Kansas City, continued to get better, and now they're only one win away from the World Series. Don't really want to talk much more about Kansas City other than they're 3-0, and haven't lost yet in the postseason. They're easily going to win the ALCS. Remember, only one team has ever came back down 3-0 in the ALCS, and that was the Boston Red Sox in 2004 against the New York Yankees. So look ahead to Kansas City in the World Series. Now let's look ahead to see who they're going to match up with. As a Cubs fan, I'm not really a Cardinals fan. Really don't want to see the Cardinals play in another World Series like they have several times in the past few years. And I've always had a thing for the Giants. But don't count the Cardinals out. Plus, you all may remember the 1985 World Series. The Cardinals led 2-0. The Cardinals led 3-1. 
that Kansas City came storming back with the infamous bad call in Game 6 at first base. Kansas City would go on to win the World Series in 1985 in seven games over the Cardinals. This is the first postseason appearance even for the KC since then. The NL hasn't been represented by a team other than the Giants or Cardinals in the World Series since 2009 when the Phillies lost to the Yankees. Philadelphia Phillies were also the last non-Giants or Cardinals NL team to win the series since they defeated Tampa Bay in 2008. The American League has only seen one World Series champion since 2009 when the Red Sox beat the Cardinals last season. Attributing to the Cardinals so far this year has been a surprise. Young Colton Wong has been tremendous for the Cardinals. They're also the entire team is hitting home runs at unbelievable pace in the postseason despite being last in the National League in home runs during the regular season. I believe they have nine so far and very few games this postseason. It really seems that every year the Cardinals make the postseason, especially towards the NLCS, you just put a bat in anybody's hand and they will become the, they will become an instant hero for the Cardinals. David Freeze back in 2011, Matt Carpenter in recent years, and now is it young Colton Wong who will lead them to the promised land once again. I really think the big loss for the Cardinals so far this year compared to the past year is not having Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran, next to Nelson Cruz for the Orioles, leads all-time in postseason home runs. Also, the Cardinals brought in John Lackey in the middle of the season from Boston, not only to help win the division, which they did, they overcame Pittsburgh and Milwaukee's lead to get the division title, and that really helps you win the postseason. But really, Lackey hasn't done much. Gave up four runs in the first inning yesterday against the Giants, and despite coming back and holding his own, four runs was too much to give up to win the game. If you want to talk about players that have a lot of postseason experience for the Cardinals, Matt Holliday has a lot, but he's hitting under 100 for the series. Giants' bullpen always finds a way to not give up runs and to get people out. Sergio Romo has been excellent for the Giants, as much as he was in their last World Series run in 2012. And Jeremy Affleck has pitched 3.2 innings in the NLCS, one hit, no runs so far. Also, you can't leave out the absence of Yadier Molina for the Cardinals. He went down on Sunday night in Game 2. They're saying it's just a strained oblique, but Molina has struggled ever since coming back from his thumb injury way back in August. If Molina's not able to go because of the oblique, it will be really hard for the Cardinals to be intact as he is their number one leader. But remember, the Cardinals brought in A.J. Pruszynski in the middle of the year to help fill that void when Molina was on the DL earlier in the season. However, Pruszynski was 0-4 for 4 last night and really a pretty absent in Game 3. Matt Adams has been pretty absent in the NLCS too after having a great NLDS against the Dodgers. And Johnny Peralta, who the Cardinals are paying a lot of money to play shortstop, has only been there for defense so far this postseason. John Jay has been a nice surprise though for the Cardinals. So with the ALCS 3-0 and with the Royals leading, look for them to hang on and probably win game four. But I wouldn't put it past the Orioles to win one game in KC, although I just don't see anybody winning in KC with those fans. The NLCS will be a much more exciting series. Even though it's 2-1, and series tied 1-1 in best of seven, the winner of game three wins 71% of the time in postseason history for baseball. But I would not put it past the Cardinals to at least string some wins together, force a game seven, and well win it. After all, you saw what happened in 2011 World Series. So looking ahead, I would not be surprised to see a battle of Missouri would be awesome between Kansas City Royals and St. Louis Cardinals, much like the 1985 World Series. This is Jared. Look out for the next update right after the start of the World Series to talk about what's happened and what will happen in the World Series.